Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, PGA Radio. So today we're talking about Phil's recently released statement as of an hour ago, and it's 3 p.m. Los Angeles time on Tuesday, February 22nd. And his statement is as follows. Although it doesn't look this way now, given my recent comments, my actions throughout this process have always been with the best interests of golf, my peers, sponsors, and fans. There is the problem of off-comment, off-record comments being shared out of context and without my consent. But the bigger issue is that I've used words I sincerely regret that I do n- that do not reflect my true feelings or intentions. It was reckless. I offended people and I am deeply sorry for my choice of words. I'm being beyond disappointed and will make every effort to self-reflect and learn from this. Golf desperately needs change and real change is always preceded by disruption. I have always known that criticism would come with exploring anything new. I still choose to put myself at the forefront of this to inspire change, taking the hits publicly to do the work behind the scenes. My experience with the LIV golf investments has been very positive. I apologize for anything I said that was taken out of context. The specific people I have worked with are visionaries and have only been supportive. More importantly, they passionately love golf and share my desire to make the game better. They have a clear plan to create an updated and positive experience for everyone, including players, sponsors, networks, and fans. I have incredible partners, and these relationships mean much more to me than a contract. Many have been my most influential mentors, and I consider all of them to be lifelong friends. The last thing I would ever want to do is compromise them or their business in any way, and I have given all of them the option to pause or end the relationship as I understand it may be necessary given the current circumstances. I believe in these people and companies and will always be here for them with or without a contract. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life and have been, and many have been shared with the public. My intent was never to hurt anyone and I'm so sorry to the people I've negatively impacted. This has always been about supporting the players in the game, and I appreciate all of the people who have given me the benefit of the doubt. Despite my belief that some changes have already been made within the overall discourse, I know I need to be accountable. Over the past 31 years, I have lived a very public life, and I have strived to live up to my own expectations, be the role model fans deserve, and be someone that inspires others. I've worked to compete at the highest level, be available to media, represent my sponsors with integrity, engage with volunteers, and sign every autograph for my incredible fans. I have experienced many successful and rewarding moments that I always that I will always cherish, and I have often failed myself and others too, or but I have often failed. The past 10 years, I have felt the pressure and stress slowly affecting me at a deeper level. 
I have not been my best and desperately need some time away to prioritize the ones I love most and work on being the man I want to be. So the big contention there is as it starts out with against Alan Shipnick who released these comments. So it's Phil's estimation that these were off the record. And I listened to Alan's podcast on his fire pit collective show yesterday. And he was saying that the comments given to him under any journalistic expectation would be free speech and, you know, freely available to be put on the record. It's not like you have to say, you know, professional golfer, what you're telling me right now is on the record. And he makes a good point that there's a certain level of expectation there that you have to introduce. And as a journalist, it's way too cumbersome to say, this is on the record, this is off the record. Or, And he says that during the interview, even though it's an unauthorized interview, that when he's on the phone, you know, the expectation is that this is free, freely available to use in your book. I mean, media personalities are so careful that they wouldn't jump on the phone with someone if they didn't have a reasonable expectation that this was going to be put into a book. So I get Phil's perspective is that he felt blindsided and I get Alan's perspective in that he is putting it out there. And if he's being broadcast to, you know, this, that it's fair game. So I think a lot of journalists would side with Alan and say, this is definitely a fair game. And a lot of celebrities might side with Phil that like, wait a minute, let's make sure that I have some ability to edit this, or I probably don't want you to put it out there. And Alan went to Phil, I think it was three separate occasions asking for an authorized autobiography or biography. And that Phil wanted a certain amount of editorial control over the book. And Alan, you know, wanted to provide that perspective that a lot of times would get stamped out if they had a very closely held relationship with the author. And I think there's a case that biographies that are written in an unauthorized way are interesting, but also biographies that are authorized are interesting, but you know, you're not getting like hundred percent of the story. So I understand both sides of it. I think from Phil Mickle's perspective as well, a lot of people were quick to jump down his throat for the comments. Mostly it seems like because they had loyalty to the PGA tour. So if you watch the golf channel, and other brands that have deep entrenched relationships with the PGA tour, they were like ingratiating themselves to the tour by broadcasting. How could Phil do this? He may lose his Ryder cup possibility, you know, good standing. He, you know, may subject himself to sanctions, you know, and it seemed very like Phil was in the crosshairs and the quote was definitely inflammatory when he was talking about the Saudi Arabia human rights record. I don't think I need to read that off, but it just goes to show, you know, in that moment, it wouldn't seem like a candid moment that he was given Alan and Alan's perspective was that this is being relayed to him because he wants it ultimately to be relayed to other people that he understands that there's problems there with going into business with the Saudis that have a poor record. But as they mentioned on another bot golf podcast, they were talking about it. You know, Jack Nicholas does do golf courses 
over there. I mean, Tiger does stuff over there. So it's like you, when you get a business commission, you can't necessarily look and see like the human rights record. I mean, if that was the case, then no one would do business in China, Saudi Arabia. And then if we drill that down, someone could say, oh, you're doing business with that guy. Well, he's a bad person or he's morally reprehensible for X, Y, Z. You can't do business with him because you're co-signing on this immorality. So it's a slippery slope. And I think that from my perspective, maybe it's because I'm a San Diegan as well, but I've always had great interactions with Phil. He always spent time after going, you know, an exhausting round at Torrey Pines. He would spend a half an hour seemingly doing autographs. I remember I'd take pictures of Phil and fans and he just had infinite amounts of time and other, you know, people that were there, they wouldn't sign a single autograph, even if they weren't necessarily famous, you know, they'd go right to the practice tee and they couldn't be bothered with people. So I feel like Phil's given his share over the years and the fact that a lot of media personalities are throwing the insider trading and the, the betting and all of these muckraking techniques against Phil, I feel like is fueled by a negative perception of the PGA tour, which I think is unfair. Like you need to have both sides of the argument here because Phil in many ways is looking out for the players. If you look at the percentages, the PGA tour, I believe is the lowest percentage that's actually given back to the tour players. So like on the NFL and NBA, like a lot, I think it's almost half is given to the players in the form of the contracts or for special deliverables. And as Tiger said in the Genesis press conference, they do have good retirement benefits. But then again, a lot of the other tours do too. So I really feel like Phil at the top of the game and his positioning, he's really putting himself out there to broadcast to everyone that, hey, I am talking with other tours just in the same way that Greg Norman did. And I know that Norman's been at it for a long time, but Phil's like, we need to be able to have an alternative person or alternative tour to negotiate with. It's like when you get a job, you need to go to other people to say like, what are you offering me for this position? And lack of loyalty that gets you um, those offers, it's just business. So, I mean, Conan O'Brien, when he's on NBC, it's not lack of loyalty that he would get an offer from CVS and Fox. Like that's the only way that he can keep his salary at parity with what the market is or, or even push it higher. So I feel like Phil's doing a lot of the work for other players. So I understand where he's coming from in terms of the benefit of the doubt and that he's putting himself at first and foremost at the forefront. And then also keep in mind, he was really pressing the tour for image rights and he saw NBA top shots and how they're earning many millions for individual players and had a favorable royalty structure where if you sell an NFT of someone doing a slam dunk that they're going to get a certain percentage of the royalty. So it's very favorable from that perspective. But as far as I understand it, he was able to work out a deal with the PGA tour to get some sort of NFT coverage that would benefit the players. So, I mean, as far as I can see, you may side on either perspective on this, you know, with Phil against Phil, but I just don't think it's fair that so many people are going after Phil. And I understand that people are siding with the tour, but to see all these 
pros going after Phil. And, you know, as Roy said, you know, he's like, I don't want to kick him while he's down, but you know, I think Phil is open in terms of his speech and he definitely was with Alan and he definitely in the past was like criticizing Tom Watson as the, the captain. And he, you know, when he lost the PJ or us opening, he's like, I'm such an idiot. Like he's characteristic Phil. So he's going to speak his mind and it was definitely damaging that quote that Alan put out there. So I think he knew that, but whether or not it was he knew the firestorm that would come, I don't think can be tightly quantified because Alan was even saying in the podcast that he's like, I'm getting texts and messages from newspapers across the world on this. And it is, it's an international story. It was an inflammatory quote as part of the unauthorized biography. And to see Phil take a step away for a while is sad. And I think that there needs to be some perspective on this issue that Phil speaks his mind and he could be made an argument to be that he's really putting himself out there on behalf of the tour. And, you know, the comparison is made between him and Tiger. It's like, well, why wouldn't Tiger fight for the, the rights to his images and likenesses and everything? But Tiger's doing that NFT project with Brady. This thing is like the autographs NFT collection and Tiger does some stuff and he has his own brand TW that does stuff with Nike and everything. So I think that Tiger has an eye on that, just maybe not be as vocal about it in the way that Phil is vocal about the taxes he paid in California or all these things that like we love Phil for just in the way we love John Daly for being open and free. But I feel like this time the clamp down on Phil was disproportionate in my mind, based on the statements that were involved and there may be some bigger forces at play here. So just my perspective on this, I'll be talking to some people that are very knowledgeable about this issue. And this is just really my perspective on things as a fan of Phil for decades, having seen him, how, see how good he is with fans his generosity with his time, his mentorship of other PGA players. So I just think we need to pump the brakes on Slam and Phil. As egregious as you might think the comments may be, it's characteristic Phil. So we can't love him when he's being super sharp and honest about one thing. But if he says something that he's not putting out there, you know, super polished up and throw him under the bus and, you know, crucify him for that. So I think that Phil has provided enough humor and enjoyment and we all love the match and he's such a characteristic personality that I really hope he doesn't go away for a long time but I understand that his exasperation with the media and social media and everything may take him away for a while but we love Phil and I think we need him back and we need to recognize that it's that unvarnished take that we're missing so often in golf like people will criticize the LPGA or PGA that we just have robots behind golf clubs. It's like, well, okay, well, do you want someone that's going to speak their mind? And it's like, yes, I want unvarnished truth. And I want someone to hit me with their true thoughts. It's like, well, with Phil, you're going to get it. And with a lot of players, you're going to get it with humor, with perspective, with experience and expertise. So 
I think that you can't set people up in some sort of chamber where they succeed in one area and don't in another. And we really got to cut Phil a break on this one. And I think the sooner that we do and that he's contrite, which I do believe this message is very contrite in my eyes, even as it, it does point to Alan a little bit, but that in his eyes, it may be, you know, it has to be put out there that this was off the record, then that's really what you have, what it comes down to. So feel free to follow us on uh, PGA tour or pgaradio.com and uh, give us a rating on iTunes and Spotify. Feel free to email me as well at advisor at pgaradio.com. Thanks guys. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.